Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we are in the waxing phase of the moon, moving through the eclipse season and retrograde planets, Pluto last week and Mercury this week, which means it's time to slow down, to watch your actions before reacting and review your energy and all the changes going on in the world as well. Has your consciousness shifted? Are you paying more attention to your inner guidance? Or are you just following along as to what others are telling you? It's a good time to ask these questions. We've entered into the sun sign of Taurus and earth energy, helping you to ground, to get outside with Mother Earth, and tap into your abundance. It's a time to recenter your vision on what is most important and remind yourself that It's really time to rely on your inner guidance, no matter what life hands you. This season encourages you to slow down and notice what you notice. Energetically, tuning into your spirit and all the many messages coming in right now can help you understand where you are on your path forward. Anything is possible when you radiate your light. Knowing your energy, your truth, your voice, your spirit is so valuable at this time. And that's where the rites come in to help you move through all this stuff. Rites being Reiki, intuition, tarot, EFT, and stones and crystals. Finding ways to tend to the struggles of your life with these tools can help you find inspiration, amusement, and joy. It can free you from all of the stress going on in the world. All of these cosmic forces and energy alignments I talk about on my energy focus for the week, which you can find live on Sunday nights or Instagram or catch the replay. We talk about what's going on, we align our energy, set intentions for the week, and I pull the tarot cards for guidance. As we move through all of these cosmic transitions, now is the time to clean up your energy with an energy clearing session. Schedule one in person or online. When you work with the energy body, it helps to release the old patterns and all that old stuff. Links will be in the show notes. For when you start going within and connecting to your soul and your spirit, you will find your answers. If you're a strong, passionate person, ready to take charge of your life and let go of all those stories running around inside of your head, let's talk. Let's talk about my Empowered Spirit Private Mentoring Program. Warning, yes, this work will change your life. It can seriously improve your body, mind, and spirit. Side effects? Yes, you may see yourself or others as they really are. You may experience loss of excess baggage, 
resulting in major life changes. You may become the person you're really meant to be. My Empowered Spirit Program can help you upgrade your spiritual path. You'll learn lots of energy tools, techniques, ways to center your energy, ways to raise your vibration, and ways to release the energy drains and limiting beliefs that hold you back. Now is a great time to jumpstart your spiritual practice. Schedule a spiritual upgrade breakthrough call with me, and let's talk about how these programs can help you. In today's episode, I speak with John Long, a licensed practicing attorney, counselor, and personal life coach who has helped thousands of people, as well as a self-taught metaphysician, carpenter, writer, artist, and musician. In this episode, we talk about his journey through many dark nights of the soul into unconditional love. In this episode, we talk about following that path that really isn't yours, addiction, keep going and going and going and going until one day, recovery, how people don't really understand addiction, how it takes away your power, yourself, finding a higher power and trusting that higher power, the continued process of meditation and prayer and how it helps, spirituality and how it helps you to go within, and allowing for that higher power, something greater than you, to guide you. Dark Night of the Souls, Soul Family, Soul Contracts, Twin Flames, Soulmates, bringing that energy all around to be fully awake, Spirit Guides, learning by experience, and trusting what it is that comes in for you. We also talk about being worthy and how you are a great spiritual being. Before we begin, let's take a moment to pause, to center, spirit to spirit, and set an intention for where you are right now. So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale, bringing that breath all the way up the body. And exhale, sending that breath all the way down deep into the earth. Inhaling. And exhaling, slowing down, centering. Inhale, calling in your spirit. Feel that energy coming all around you. Exhaling, dropping into the heart. Connecting with the greater spirit, source, creator, however you choose to understand that for you. Know that you are known. Know that you are loved, feeling that connection deep into your heart. As we open up to create this space, taking a moment and noticing where you are right here in this season of spring. As I teach in the medicine well, we find the season in the direction of the east, where the sun rises each and every day, inspiring you to take that next step forward, to plant those new seeds for your path, calling in the directions for guidance and protection to the east, the south, the west, and the north, above you, below you, right into the very center, calling in to your soul, your spirit. 
setting an intention for where you are right now, elevating those emotions, how you want to feel as this energy comes in for you, the joy, the peace, the abundance, the love, and just sending those elevated emotions out through your heart all around you. Taking another deep inhale and exhale, centering your energy as you start to bring your awareness back, blinking the eyes open, coming back. My guest today, John T. Long, is a licensed practicing attorney, counselor, and personal life coach who has helped thousands of people. He was born in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a BA from the University of Alabama. At 35, while working full-time as a claims adjuster, he decided to go to law school at night and graduated from John School of Law in Montgomery. He is twice widowed and has two boys and two grandchildren. He is a self-taught metaphysician, carpenter, writer, artist, and musician. John has spent tens of thousands of hours in research, self-examination, meditation, and prayer, discovering the nature of reality, the universe, and himself. He spends his free time in continuing study and helping others. He's traveled to Egypt with the Kemet School of Ancient Mysticism with Patricia Awan, Brian Forrester, Stephen Mailer, and John Enoch. He meditated in the King's Chamber of the Great Pyramid of Giza. He traveled to southern France with William and Claire Henry on a Mary Magdalene tour following the trail of the Cathars and the Knights Templar. He is the author of the number one new release in substance abuse category, The Book of John, Not the One in the Bible, and his newly published book, The Rainbow, A Journey to Unconditional Love. So let us welcome John to the show. Welcome, John. Thanks so much for having me. I'm honored to be be here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, John, you and I go way back. We kind of hung out in some of the same circles in high school. We did. Yep. And then, of course, we both kind of went our own ways. And yeah, very interesting. The journeys we all go on, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Without a doubt. (laughs) Life is a journey. It is for sure. I've had my ups and downs as you've had. So I thought we would just kind of start a little bit and give our listeners a little bit of a backstory which led you to writing the books that you've been writing. Okay. Uh, well, as you well know, you know, I, I, I was a kind of like a hippie in high school. <laughs> well, we thought and hippies I, were. Hello. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, started smoking the weed and the marijuana and um, partying, you know, and that just continued on through, ugh threw up until the time I was about 43 and uh, got sober in uh, March 24, 2001. Um, after I was, uh, had gone so far as a cocaine and crack addict living in a double wide mobile home out in the woods in West Blockton, Alabama. And I got arrested for possession of crack cocaine and that set me on a journey to awakening, basically, because, I, you know, I, <laughs> I'd always been interested in the Middle Eastern philosophies and meditation and 
you know, growing up, I read many lives, many masters, just all the fringe stuff, Far Eastern mysticism type um, readings. And um, so when I got out of treatment, I moved into a single wide mobile home in the middle of a junkyard in downtown Centerville, Alabama. There so you go. Life, now, wait, somewhere in there, weren't you also practicing law? Yeah, I started practicing law in 1996. I went to gone to law school at night while I was working. Graduated from uh, law school in 95, 1995, and uh, passed the bar in April, I believe, April of 1996. Started. Was it your father a lawyer? No, he was a salesman for General Electric. Okay, yeah. I was thinking you were following kind of his footsteps into the law practice, just kind of making that uh, story there. Yeah, yeah. I actually got in it because I thought I'd make a lot of money, but that never did turn out. Okay, so following a path that wasn't really yours, finding right. that partying, continuing, continuing until you did get sober. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. And then that that set me off to an inward journey. And then 9-11 hit, you know, 2001, and, you know, it just made me question reality, basically. Yeah, 9-11 was a big turning point for me. That's when I took a vow for humanity. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, so I just, you know, kind of researched into that and, you know, just continued to do the inner work. And I started writing this, my first book. And my first book was actually titled Identify, Delete, and Reprogram a New Subconscious Mind. Of of course, nobody really, most people don't really know what I'm talking about. So I ended up changing the title to that. Uh, Came out number one new release in substance abuse category. So I was real proud of that. And I wrote it to help people. You know, this is what addiction does. This is my life, what I've been through. And this is recovery. You know, this you don't have to live like that. People don't understand addiction and alcoholism. Because I didn't know I was either one of those until I took that first drink or drug. And it set off a phenomenon of craving that normal drinkers do not have. So once I put this substance in my body, it actually sets off a a craving for more. And I can't I can't stop. I have no power over that. And that's where the, you know, the AA program comes in and we go through steps and, you know, which is a great program. Probably everybody in the world needs to go to AA because it's about the self, you know, um, finding a higher power and trusting that higher power. And anyway, you work through the steps, look at yourself, drop the, the word blame from your thought and speech. Look at John, because John is the problem. And it's just been a continued um, process of self-development, prayer, meditation. You know, I started meditating on my chakra centers when I was 16. And that's always, up until the present day, been just profound for me you know i've gotten into some deep meditations just bringing energy in on the breath to the chakras and 
you know, like blowing it up like a balloon is one of the way I started and then expanding and contracting with each breath and, you know, do it five times to start with. And then now I'm like, do it about 10 times and that takes about an hour and, you know, it shuts that incessant chattering down. Yeah. And I I do agree with you about the AA program. I think that just talking about spirituality, talking about stop throwing the blame, talking about coming into the self is a big part of leading you into that ability to make those choices for you and to really own your actions. I think that's really important. It's so easy, so easy to throw the blame out there. He did this, they did that. When you really, and this is why I love spirituality, when really it's like going within your own self finding that spirit, finding those answers within yourself. And that's, again, that's why I talk spirituality different than religion. Religion, I feel like puts the boundaries on everything. It makes it your religion. My spirituality is like open to everyone and it's within each of us. So I can really appreciate the lessons that you learned. Not everybody does, even though they go through the program, but that you did, you took the time, you had a little inkling of knowledge. And so you actually took that to go within yourself. And as you discovered through breathing and through the chakras, there was something to it. There really was something to it. And I think that is really important for everyone to hear is like, you can read about it all day long, but until you actually experience that quiet, that ability to tap into your own innate wisdom, that's where the changes occur. Right. And you have to take the action to get the experience. You know, like you said, I mean, I can talk about my experience all day long, but unless you yourself actually do it, you'll never know it. And that's the key is, is knowing from the experience and having that experience. So, you know, the past 21 years in sobriety, I just picked up a 21 year chip last week. Excellent. Yeah. And, and I just try to say, I didn't do it. You know, I didn't do it. I just stayed out of the way and allowed this power, you know, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter what you call it, just get one, you know, just get something, <laughs> just get something greater than yourself that, that can guide and direct your, your life. And it's like, uh, just let go and surrender and float down the stream of life instead of trying to swim upstream or hold on and get bruised in the process. Yeah. 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 And I agree. And I will say though, for many people though, that concept is really hard. Their condition, their program, they're living the life their parents want them to live or somebody else wants them to live. And they're so caught up, but I will say that this pandemic broke up so much. And if there's any good to come out of it, I'm still questioning the whole thing. And you actually talk a little bit about that in the beginning of your book. And I'm right there with you. I will say that it's broken up so many systems that now is the opportunity to make changes, to get outside that box, to not follow the crowd, to make some changes that you, your heart desires. And many times it will take exactly what we're talking about. Go inside yourself. What is it you want to do? What is the path you want to choose? Yeah. And that's the whole point. It's been through all the ancient traditions, ancient um, societies is the dark night of the soul. And I have, yeah, I have to go through that in order to surrender totally. Yeah. 
So I went yeah. through my first dark night of the soul living in New York back in the 90s, going through major divorce in my life. I love this man. I gave him everything. Dark night of the soul. Now, I will say I just went through another dark night of the soul this past year. You oh, know, wow. the pandemic changed everything. <laughs> my practice fell apart. My health fell apart. I had just grieved the loss of both of my parents and all that hit. And I questioned every single thing again. What am I doing? Is my work any good? Does this really work? What it so I I will say you can go through more than one dark night of the soul. You can. And I just did. And I am so grateful to say that I have come out feeling even stronger about the work I do. I'm still recovering for some health, but I will say my spirit is really strong, stronger than it has been in a long time. And I'm very grateful for that. So sometimes dark night of the souls can be scary, but yet they can lead you to such greatness. They really can. Right. And that, that's been my experience with each dark night of the soul that I've been through. I mean, I've um, I've been through a lot of dark nights of the soul. And each time I always come out stronger because I, I, I connect with this energy power. You know, I, I like to call it my higher self. I mean, like to me, God was a mirror. And it broke into a zillion pieces. And we are all part of those pieces, unique. Each one, each piece is unique, but we're all part of the whole. We're all part of that one mirror. So we've, we're imbued with all the qualities of that mirror because we're part of it. Yeah. And, and we have and, many uh, facets. You're right. Yeah. 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 So in your newest book, which... You've just released, and it has hit number one as well, I do believe, The Rainbow, A Journey to Unconditional Love. You go through a dark night in the soul, and you take us with you through that. So there's an example there of all that you went through and how hard it was, but then your realizations. Right, right. And, and, you know, thank God for um, a good friend of mine, Jenny Byers. She's got a spirit reunion place up in Tennessee and she's, she's a, a medium. So I've been talking with my parents, uh, with my brother, you know, they're both on the other side of the veil and they've helped me through this and, and, uh, talked about, um, and kind of told me, you know, that we agreed to come down here in this time. And Ashley, you know, is my soulmate. So before we came down into these bodies, we had a plan that we would meet. And I mean, everything was orchestrated with perfection. Okay. It's the only way it could have happened in order for me to learn unconditional love. I mean, it's so profound. I'm still integrating it all. And with that, and actually, she came over about a month after we broke up. I asked her to come over. I said, let's let's just, you know, let's put everything because, there, you know, there's a lot of third dimensional bullshit going on. You know what I mean? She came over and I looked at her and I said, you know, if there's one thing that I learned from this relationship is I was able to love you unconditionally. And she said, well, I've never had that before. And so I've been able to take that unconditional love out into the world 
and to love everybody unconditionally because everybody's going through their own experience. It's all about the experience. What do we want to experience before we come down into these human bodies? And it's unlimited. It's unlimited if you think about that. And so we get together and, and my belief in quote unquote heaven, the seventh dimension, however you want to see that. And we have soul families. We have contracts. Hey, I'm going to be the son this time. You're going to be the daughter. I'm going to be, you know, and right. it's just an infinite combination. Like I want to learn forgiveness or I want to learn what it's like to um, uh, get hooked on crack cocaine and go down to the bottom of the barrel and then get sober and rise up like a phoenix from the ashes. I want to see what that feels like. It was pretty fucking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do go through a lot of trials and tribulations. That is for sure. But I agree. We make these contracts and then we come in as spiritual beings and then we do live in this third dimensional energy and we have choices and we have the ability to make those choices or not. You know, we can choose to be, you know, not awake, not aware and blame everybody and keep on the same path. But really, I believe, and this is where my practice comes in as well, is like what you're saying too, is like we are souls, we are spirits. And so we are here to learn. And when we can find that unconditional love for everyone, wow, what a beautiful energy. And we need it right now. Yeah. And I've been trying to get that all my life. And this was a catalyst that propelled me to be able to do that. And it's just, um, and my favorite word for the past seven months has been profound, profound. This is profound. It's surreal. I mean, I had dreams. Um, she actually, I was in a deep, deep meditation and a platform appeared in my head and she came out on the stage and took, did a curtsy. I'm going, holy shit, this whole thing's been a play you know, with the different actors, the characters, we are the producers, actors, the directors of the show. Although we don't know that at the time, right? So, because that would spoil the ending, you know? (laughs) So it's just been a fascinating journey. And this this last journey has been the, the most deepest, the most deep surrender that I've ever been through, but that's what it, that's what it needed to happen in order for me to, to fully be awake at this time. And, and that's, I think that's where we're all moving towards. Um, and they even the, the spirit, my higher self and, and, you know, all the spirits that have been helping me, my mom, my dad, my brother, my brother's my spirit guy now. He's overshadowing me and I had to look up all this stuff, you know, because I didn't I didn't know what all that was. And um, the prelude to the story is, is like I just channeled that prelude after listening to the tape. And I read every time I read that, I'm thinking I didn't write this, but it basically says this was my sole purpose to go to my whole purpose of this lifetime was to go through this and learn unconditional love and then go spread it to the world. And And that's just awesome. That is so beautiful. It really is. Because so often people like feel like they're victims, like, why do I have to go through this? And they don't see the lesson, which is something that I teach. Like, what is the lesson underneath? 
when you learn that right. lesson, that's where the growth is. That's where the awareness comes. That's where the enlightenment comes forward for each and every one of us. I've had plenty. <laughs> I've right. had plenty. Right. I've been on the floor <laughs> crying and praying, going, what's going on? And then out of that comes a lesson. It comes a, a, a revelation of what it is for me that I need to do and I need to heal with and I need to move forward with. Yeah. So I can totally right. understand and can understand the word profound too, because some of this work really is profound. It really is. Some of it we can't even explain. And I think that's where it gets the bad rap. Oh, it's just woo. But yet when you have these amazing experiences, when spirit speaks to you, when you hear those messages, it's awesome. It makes you in that present moment of knowing like, okay, I am connected. I am part of this. And I agree what you mentioned about we are moving towards that. It's going to take us a little longer, but we are in that new age. Everything is coming down right now. And so we will start to build up. And it is with revelations like this, understandings like this, profound energy that you have discovered that has taken you from that path of addiction now to recovery and not just staying at that survival rate of recovery, but it's like, let me go further. Let me ascend to the higher dimensions and learn bigger lessons so that I can take this and help others as well. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the whole part. That's the one I'm doing here, you know, and that's why I wrote both books to help people. I mean, I, you know, being an attorney, I've helped a lot of people just in the legal system. So, and then I was a claims adjuster. Well, I was helping people. So I've always been trying to help people. And I, I was going to tell you, I went to the uh, Publix uh, one day last week and I was in line with the cashier. And I just tell, you know, I don't care. I just tell people everything. I was talking to the cashier. I said, you need to buy my new book. She goes, well, what's it about? I said, it's about twin flames and soulmates. And she looks at the girl that was bagging the groceries. She goes, I was just talking to you about that. She goes, I really believe in that. I said, well, you definitely need to get my book. And then she starts to say that her daughter's boyfriend transitioned a couple of years ago. And now she's with a new boyfriend. He's got the same mannerisms as the the quote unquote dead boyfriend did. And she's she's just like, um, she says, Mama, it's bizarre. I said, you've definitely got to read my book. And so and she even went to the point, the the new boyfriend, not knowing anything about the quote unquote dead boyfriend, asked her if he could call her by the nickname that her old boyfriend called her. That really freaked her out. Yeah, I bet. And you know what? Sometimes it's other people that lead us to exactly the person we need carrying that energy. Yeah, that's that's kind of funny. Yeah. (laughs) But it's the same thing that I just went through, you know, uh, similar where you talk about spirits and energy because it's all energy, you know, one energy leaving and. Yeah. And so I, I went out to the car and I said, I got to give her a book. So I went out to the car and got a, got a book and gave it to her. So yeah, the journey is just, it's, it's almost profound every day, you know, go through something new or, but just, you know, just be love, you know, yeah. don't judge Don't judge people because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know what they decided to come into these bodies to experience at this time in this dimension, you know, So, and that inner work is so important, so much so than the things that people spend money on and the things that we collect and all of that material stuff. Like, it's just so unnecessary in this day and age that we need to take the time 
you know, one of my messages right now is I'm healing my whole breathing and all of that is slow down. And I'm a person that likes to move very fast. You know, I'm born on a fast path. My astrology chart shows that, but the ability for me to slow down. So I keep looking at that message for me, slow down, carry that presence of light. You can't carry it when you move so fast, Terry. So we all have stuff that we're going through and messages that come in. We can choose to listen or we can choose to ignore it. We can choose to stay in that third dimension, follow the sheeples and do what everybody says. Or we can choose to find our own truth. And right now, which you kind of touched upon a little bit in your book, was finding our own truth and where we are in the world right now. We really we really have to be awake to this energy right now. We can't just follow along anymore. We really can. And what a good lesson this has been. I don't know if good's the right word, but what a lesson this has been. Profound. Profound. (laughs) There you go. And I agree. Yeah. From where, you know, it all started and where I was and what I was talking about to then experiencing it. And coming to my own determination. And it's not over. This is not over. We are not through these changes. But when we have revelations like you're talking about, when people do take the time and ask those questions, why am I turning to alcohol, drugs, crack, cocaine, whatever it is, shopping, gambling, sex, whatever the vices and the addictions are, what is that about? And underneath it, that's where the lessons are. And they are profound. They really are. But that's where we grow. I believe that's what we're here for. I've always said success is not how much money you make. Success is getting up again, time and time and time again. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree hundred percent with all that. I mean, yeah, yeah, and, and it it never ends. I mean, when my brother passed a uh, couple transition, however you want to call it, uh, two and a half years ago, just on a freak accident, and he has been. He told me. He's been studying, studying, studing, studying because he he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do in his body at this time. So it's his higher self just said, whoop, time to go. He said he just pulled him right out of his body. And so he's been on a journey for the past two and a half years. And he's, you know, he's riding motorcycles. I mean, it's a I don't know what it is over there, but it's just never ending the growth. You know, there's probably I don't know, an unlimited amount of dimensions. We just keep going. I mean, we're eternal beings. That's who we really are, you know? Well, let's let's go see what it's like to live in another universe. You know, you know I mean, you know, it's just unlimited. Yeah, you those know? parallel universes, where we come from. Yeah, I do a lot of studying with Cindy Dale, great energy teacher, energy medicine. I talk about her all the time. About to take another class with her through the Shift Network, just giving them a shout out. And it is amazing. The things that I've learned about myself, where I've come from, the parts that make up me, even that God seed, that God spot within us, like how that can help us make so many changes in our life. So there is so much to learn, so many dimensions, as you say. And as we move into the higher dimensions and drop, drop the stress of this world, we can learn so much. And now the challenge is how we can continually bring this into our everyday life and make a difference with where we are right now. It's so important. Our sacred elements are so important. If we keep listening to the mainstream through dimensions, we're not going to have the sacred elements, right? And we have to have that appreciation for all life to be able to bring this forward. So yeah, I applaud you. One, for, you know, just the struggle to go through and to get yourself over to AA. And two, then for taking the opportunity and the chances to learn about yourself and then to actually write them down and publish these books. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Profound, profound, profound. There we go. Yeah. My word of the day. 
your word of the day. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more now, like you're still practicing law, you're, you're taking your books out, you're teaching. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm still practicing in the third dimension. <laughs> um, but I think the universe is kind of pushing me to get this book out. Um, I mean, like, like I was telling you earlier, I just had an interview with um, Circle of White Light, Alan James over in Ireland. And that was set for next Sunday, but somebody canceled and he asked me if I could do it. I said, sure. You know, I had like an hour's notice and then it was a two hour interview. And then I'll be speaking up at spirit reunions, not this coming weekend, but the next weekend, she's having a bunch of people come um, spirit reunions. I mean, that's what she does, you know, and she's, she's made a great place up there in the, it's on the North side of the Smoky mountains. I mean, she's got, the Sasquatch, we're going to do a CE5 event, bring in some craft, and I'm real excited. I'm going to be speaking up there, so I'm trying to get a lot of books together to bring with me. And, yeah, so I'm so excited about it, you know, because this is this is all of a sudden my whole path, my whole life path is just switched because, you know, I mean, you know how the third dimensional reality is. Everybody especially practicing law, you know, it's just like, no. I do know there are a lot of unhappy lawyers out, but I will say, John, that there is need for lawyers in the spiritual world as well. And perhaps that will shift for you as well, or maybe not. Maybe this whole world will open up for you to tour and speak and write another book. I mean, you know, the choice is really up to you and allowing your spirit to guide you for sure. Yeah. Right. Right. And I do help a lot of people. I mean, you know, the, I just handled a big divorce over in Shelby County and, you know, it came out very well and they just couldn't believe how, I mean, I was talking to court just like I'm talking to you. You were so calm. And I'm thinking it's not me. It's the peace of God. You know, I mean. No, I agree. So. One of my dear teachers, who's no longer alive, but Ted Robinson, he was a, a criminal lawyer up in New York. And he was part of our sanctuary interfaith ministry. He was also a big, huge EFT, emotional freedom technique tapper. Yeah. He would use yeah. his tapping techniques on his clients before depositions. And he was also big in hypnosis, but he was awesome. And he applied all of these techniques to his practice. He was really cool. Really great. I really, I, I really am instead, but I think that, you know, your path will unfold as it is directed to do. And I do believe the heart, the unconditional love, as you put that out there will guide you. Uh, that is what I truly believe. Yeah. Not to say you won't have trials and tribulations. We all do, but I think you have a better understanding of how to deal with those now. Right. And yeah, and I've learned that through all my other quote unquote trial and tribulations, you know, that you have that you have. So and it doesn't matter because we never die. I mean, we're eternal beings. So, you know, just live in the moment and enjoy every moment, you know, yeah. with love. It is. And I believe coming into that deeper part of who you are and connecting with the greater spirit source, creator, God, universe, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, who'd we forget? It's all the same. It is yeah. all the same, right? Yeah, for sure. But mine's better than yours. <laughs> well, that's where religion gets so in the way. I'll tell you that I'm chosen. No, mine. No. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. No, we are all the same. I am you and you are me. Beautiful teaching right. of spirituality. Yeah. And I think we are headed that way. It's going to take us a little bit longer, but 
again, with work like this coming forward, I, I just think that people can then start to relate a little easier. I really can. You know, it's not just the woo. We have to be special. We have to be gifted. No, we don't have to be any of that. We just have to be human and come into that spiritual being that we really, really are. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the Course in Miracles talks about. We have to get rid of all the barriers that have covered up the who we really are. Unconditional love. We've come. Co- I've covered it up, you know, with material stuff, and yeah. that that fades away. You know. Yeah. We don't take anything with us. You know. We do not. No, we don't. We really don't. And. Finding the ability to be okay with oneself is it that's huge. It really is huge. And I think that's what spirituality can do, you know, and I know that's what it's done for myself. And I went through my huge divorce and felt like I lost everything. And here I had two small children. I was up in New York all by myself. It wasn't until I really found a spiritual teacher and found the teachings of Reiki that really helped me restore a faith in my own self. And that was huge for me. And that led me to taking that vow at 9-11 and doing the work that I do now full-time. This is what I do. And this is how dedicated I am. And I am trying to make changes in this world. You know, like you don't have to wait for a crisis to come see me. You know, people do that. But it's like, yeah, let's let's learn to build that spiritual practice. I'm doing a challenge right now, a 21-day radiant challenge, each day building 21 minutes, even just 21 minutes a day coming into that place within you can make such a difference. So yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how are you going to love anything unless you love yourself first? That's the number one key. And, you know, that's true with a lot of people. They have, um, they don't feel worthy. And, and I was like that, but everybody's worthy, you know, and yeah. um, you are worthy. I don't know where that came. Well, you know, society, I know exactly where it came from because that's all in my first book. You know, parents, teachers, society, quote unquote, born in sin. Well, you're screwed coming out of the womb. (laughs) I mean, so get over that and realize it's, it's not real and you are worthy. You are a great spiritual being, period. That's all that matters. You wouldn't be here if you weren't a great spiritual being. That alone makes you worthy. Yeah, we talk about this. You make a contract, you decide to come in, but it has to be that precise moment of egg meeting sperm of your soul, all of that precise moment to come in. So I agree, we are worthy. And taking the time to process these energies, because we're not taught that. We live in such a fast-paced society. Go, 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 go. We're not taught that. And so having the ability to say, why was I feeling that? Like, is this my energy or is this somebody else's energy? I mean, that's a lot of what I teach with empathic and intuitive energies. It's like, we have to be able to process this energy. And so much comes from that moment of birth, coming down the canal, coming out the birthing, however your birth, right? And, and those early years when we start to form our own way of being. So some of that comes without us realizing it, but we can have the awarenesses as we grow, when we mature to understand more and more of who we are. Yeah. And with teachings like this that help us to recognize, no, we're not sinners. No, we're not unworthy. We are worthy. And these are simply lessons we must all go through. Yeah. Right. The subconscious programming is all in the first seven years of, of, of your life. And you don't even know where these beliefs came from. Well, they came from your parents, you know, and, you and their parents to, and their parents and their parents. Right. Yeah. Sent of the father or passed to the child. That's that old saying. And, 
you just got to identify that. That's the, that was the name of my first book, Identify, Delete, and Reprogram a New Subconscious Mind. And then you begin to act out of that subconscious mind, just like you're doing now, you know, thing, love, you know. It is. And love is a beautiful vibration. It's high on the scale of consciousness. It really is. And it can help lift up out of the shame, the guilt, the fear, the lower vibrations. It really can. And it really just takes, you know, taking a few moments and going within yourself, having a teacher. I think having a teacher can be helpful, can help you understand. I know many people come to me and think I'm crazy. I'm crazy for having these messages. It's like you're not like we get messages. We can tune in. Right. Like not everybody would trust a medium like you talk about in your book. But having that sense of like, okay, let me take a chance and let me see how those messages respond. Let me see the healing that comes forward. Right. And I think that that's part of it is experiencing these opportunities. Yeah, for sure. Right. And you can't experience it unless you take the action. So you can't just live in fear. Oh, I'm not going to do that. That's that's devil work. You know, well, no, it's not. There is no devil. You know, it's all made up. It is. I agree. Your first person says on the show, there is no devil. It's all made up. And then John, I hear this all the time. Oh, I'm afraid to take your class because I'm just afraid of what will happen. I'll give my power away. It's like, are you kidding? You will gain your power. You won't give it away. You will gain your power. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So where can people find the, the book? Where can they find more about you? Well, uh, right now I've got my Facebook page. It's John T. Long. It's got some pyramids in the background. That's a whole nother experience I went through when I went to Egypt and got to meditate in the King's Chamber of the Great Pyramid for two awesome. hours. That changed my DNA. There anyway, John, John T. Long on Facebook, um, Amazon, you can get my books, both of them. The first one is the book of John, but you got to put in in parentheses, not the one in the Bible. Otherwise, you're going to get a lot of religious dogma. The other one is uh, The Rainbow, A Journey to Unconditional Love. I think that's a lot easier to find. I will be sure to put the links in the show notes for sure. I highly recommend them, especially if you are on the path of recovery or if you're on the path of searching and seeking and just want to understand more. It's a great way to really get into that kind of understanding for your own self and where you are right now and Understand more of where John's coming from and his passion to put this work out there. I was going to say there's a lot of exercises in the first book that I used in order to, you know, seek within all the the chakra meditations in there. And, you know, I've just done a lot of work and it's all in the first book. And some of it's, I mean, prayer. There's a lot of prayers in the second book that I I used coming through all this. And uh, it's just been profound, Terry. It has been profound. And I think, too, like you're you're a student for the Course in Miracles, right? You've mentioned it a couple yeah. of times. So you've studied that for a long time. What oh, a great yeah. teaching. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What a great teaching that is. So, John, as we go to close the show, I always like to come back and ask the question, how do you feel that the work that you're doing through writing these books can help to empower the spirit? Well, I really believe that's the purpose that I wrote them is to help people recognize that they are a spirit. We're in these meat sacks, I like to call them, experiencing everything. And so be who you really are, which is an unconditional, loving spirit, period, end of paragraph. You are spirit. You are that unconditional love. 
period. Yeah. 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 John, thank you so much for your time, for being honest and truthful about your path. I think people need to hear this, especially right now. They say addiction is higher than it's ever been. Mental health is higher than it's ever been. So we need this. We need this work coming out. We need it. So thank you so much for being on the show today to your spirit. Well, thank you so much for allowing me to present myself. (laughs) Namaste. Thank you. Thank you. So I love you to death. Yes, be who you really are, an unconditional spirit, shining your light and shining love, period. Connect with something greater than you, source, creator, the light, God, however you choose to understand this, and trust that connection. Go within. Don't be afraid to feel the darkness. The light will shine. There is so much to learn. Trust. If you suffer from addiction and need help, know that there are many good recovery centers around. Find one that does help you to go within so that you can reclaim your spirit to help you on your path. Reach out to John for his books. And if you need help setting up your spiritual practice, reach out to me. I can help you to do that. Schedule a spiritual upgrade breakthrough call with me and let's get you started tapping into your inner guidance. Please be sure to share this with someone that might need to hear this message. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. To your spirit, namaste. Are you a creative, small business owner, entrepreneur, therapist, artist, and local to Birmingham? Come join us in our local MAD group, Locals Making a Difference. Our next meetup is on May 9th at 5.30 p.m. Using EFT, and energy psychology technique, will combine forces of the group to release the issues of self-doubt, worthiness, fear, overwhelm, anything that is limiting your growth. This group is not for the timid. You will release tears and fears. We need this more than ever. If you're interested in removing limited beliefs that keep you playing small, come join us. Mindset activates determination. The bigger we show up, the bigger the difference we can make for our city. The link will be in the show notes.